does this meet me? Slightly muted you. It, like, it, it faded muted you. It sounded like you reduced the volume. Let's get to, let's get to this. Uh, I'm going to start us in five, four, three. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, episode 26 of Cali Brick Click. And once again, right before I get into introductions, you could always find these episodes on anywhere we can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all oh, you can hear my kids screaming outside the office. I'm sorry, guys. And uh, iHeartRadio now, which you have to go to individually. It's kind of weird. But as always, we have Ninja, Ninja with the Bricks. Whoa, whoa. Claire, plastic architect. Hello. And the infamous Lando from Brickmania. Hey, Lando, welcome. Can you introduce yourself to all the people who don't know who you are? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Lando, Landon Reimer. I'm a graphic designer, digital artist at uh, Brickmania. I designed the minifigures here. I've kind of been around here for uh, for a, quite a while, more than more than eight years or so. Wow. And, wow. Uh, so um, it's been quite the wild ride, and I, I think it's just getting started actually. So. Uh, I'm glad to be here. It's been fun watching you guys, your channel grow. Um, yeah. Looking forward to this. Nice. Now, when you came into Brickmania, were you a designer straight out from the bat? or uh, Like any good graphic designer, I was working at a coffee shop right after college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Gotta pay those bills. Yeah, mm-hmm. designing latte art for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did go to college for graphic design. So it's, it's, it's pretty awesome that uh, now I'm like, totally utilizing that um and having a blast doing it so yeah there you go that's amazing i mean that for the first time in all my career choices i'm actually utilizing the things i learned in college <laughs> nice my, right now career cho- yeah i can't I, unlike before where i like projected what i did at work <laughs> right. in my videos and vlogs and i talk about it like here i can't do that anymore that's okay yeah. that, that could yeah. be good that might be like a good separation do you know what yeah. i mean it might force you to between work and pl- fun yeah definitely which um because because the the work i'm doing now it, it's you know um it's a level three medical device company so a lot of it's confidential i can't obviously film anywhere unless <laughs> i'm outside and then i can't talk about anything so the the work that i'm doing is like it's my department and that's about it no one else can see it so well, do you like it i am utilizing my brain <laughs> that's good right <laughs> More so than it has in the past in a very, very long time. Um, so it, it's it's nice. I, I am in a very, very happy place with work-life balance, what? which has never happened ever since I got out of high school, which is almost 20 years ago for us. So, uh, you know, I have weekends off. I spend time with my kids. I'm working from home half the time so there's really nothing to like <laughs> like go about and be happy with what i have right now so i'm just using utilizing a different brain i'm getting fatter though that's for sure i should start <laughs> working out harder than i normally do yeah. oh because you're not walking like no i went from walking like 60, 15 60 miles a day to sitting mm-hmm. out <laughs> so we'll see um, how that goes so uh yeah i need to work out but aside from me that gym routine back in there. Oh, dude, it's now that everything's opening up. LA's opening up. How, yeah. what about you guys? Yeah, it's like masks are up to the discretion of the purveyor, I guess, or the, the you know, so like in my building, we don't have to wear masks anymore, like in the elevators and stuff, which um, if you're vaccinated, obviously, but it's an honor system. So I hope people are honoring it. Um, oh, yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see. But I think it's it's good. It like I was just in Ohio last week, and it was like it felt like COVID never existed. Um, and then in California, it's obviously a bit different. Like actually, the majority of people are still choosing to wear masks. Like at Whole Foods, it was still an option. And I know statistically, like the majority of people in uh, San Francisco are vaccinated adults, and, but they're still choosing to wear masks like in Best Buy and Whole Foods and stuff like that. So, which is, I mean, that's good. That's people's choice. And that's, that means that that's what they chose to do. And the fact that like we had to for so long was the community was okay with it. Do you know what I mean? It like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I it's like, it definitely, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ninja. I just feel like I'm that one weirdo that actually likes wearing the mask. Yeah, me I too. Know. I like covering my face. Yeah, there, there were definitely times where that was pretty convenient, I will say. But yeah, it's about the yeah. same kind of situation here in Minnesota. Just mm-hmm. On your honor, you know, yeah, getting back same. to normal, which is cool. Yeah, it's great. Our cases are low. Everything is great. And no, I like, honestly, like I liked not even having a cold 
for like almost two years. That was awesome. <laughs> I have like really bad asthma. So every time I get a cold, it's like a six to 12 week like experience. So it's amazing that that's not the case anymore. But I don't know. I'm like, I have a runny nose now, so it's probably from like traveling and stuff. <laughs> well, I hope it's like totally that like the cold thing, uh, and this is like common in other parts of the world. If you got a cold, you can wear them. Like it's normal to wear a mask. Exactly. I hope it's okay that's sanitary. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's one, one thing that our generation or generations of three that are around now are like going to take from this is mm-hmm. to be sanitary. I hope so. I mean, Until like, we get complacent in about two years and the next pandemic happens. And we're back to square one. People yeah. are, human beings are pretty, pretty dirty. Pretty, pretty dirty. But anyway, we don't need to go into that. That's a whole different <laughs> podcast, a whole different episode. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wash your hands out there, this, everyone who's listening. Yeah. Go to the bathroom, even at home. <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Lego is um, dirty enough, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, you there you go. It's it is nice that it is a product that we can wash though. Do you know what I mean? Like if we buy used Lego or whatever, we can sanitize it, which is like it's not like a fabric or something that's a bit it, harder. It doesn't it doesn't do anything. I, I used to do do the pho- uh, photography here. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much you clean it. You zoom in on that. There's still like a booger or something on it. Oh my god! Scratches, it, so the scratches, scratches, the scratches for sure. But like, I don't know. There's something psychological about like you know just just dredging it in water a little bit i don't know yeah. anyway whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever helps you sleep at night claire no. yeah you know what <laughs> we don't need to get into my phobia immunities it's, it's it's all good yeah no definitely i'm all about like i think i i served my boyfriend uh shrimp that i dropped on the kitchen floor today that i recleaned and heated so you know it's hey, fine five second rule yeah exactly yeah exactly it was more than five seconds that reminds me of the movie waiting are you guys oh, familiar yeah. with that movie? Do they eat floor shrimp as well? In no, where they purposely oh. dropped a steak on the floor to a customer who was being rude to them. Oh, no, that came in after, like, right Oh, I remember that. Part. Isn't that, that's Jennifer, uh, what's her face? Jennifer Aniston, right? She's like. No, 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 no. Thought- waiting. Like Cook. Yeah, waiting uh, with Dane Cook. Willis, right? No, <laughs> no. no. Whatever. I do know what movie you're talking John about. Him. I recommend anyone out there watch the movie Waiting, and then you will never be rude to your servers ever again. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And you'll understand I that wink. That should be mandatory before college. Just get like a job at a restaurant or something. Serving. I agree. I agree. Serving. I agree. But then, like, also yeah, later in life, because, like, I think people, even though, like, like my dad, worked in the restaurant industry when he first moved to the u.s and he's like clearly forgotten whatever because now in his 70s he like has a terrible uber rating and gets kicked out all the time like <laughs> he's like a problem it's like i'm like who are you You're like he was he he well? so proper what does he tip well you don't have to answer that question he does yeah he does he at least he well, does that but at he's, least he does that he's a bit of an ass though let's I mean, but at least he tips well i mean it'll be yeah. different if he was an ass and he didn't tip well but no. if he was like if he tipped well after his being an ass uh, as a no, server, I, I think I might be able to forgive him a little bit. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he gets kicked out of Ubers anyway. But but back to, back back to, back to Lego. I'm sorry. I, oh I no, let's bring it back about your dad again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding. do I do want him on for stream because like he he works in like this semiconductor industry and like does stuff are for you sure you want military. That? Are people are going to be asking so many questions. That's fine. I mean, you? <laughs> internet, you can just like block the questions and like spam them. <laughs> like on my live stream or whatever. Just like just to make sure your mods are on it. Oh yeah. My mods are like hyper excited all the time. Like today someone was like moderately no pun intended, but like a little bit like ridiculous and like eighteen of like a shy, didn't you time like something yeah. <laughs> yeah. else? Yeah, <laughs> we all get mod happy. I'm sorry. When exactly. I see no, you're timed out. I'm like, I see you again. You're timed out again. Hey, it's fine. No, no, that that guy gets timed out all the time on my channel. So it's <laughs> fine. But um, anyway, Lego ideas. Oh yeah, Lego ideas. <laughs> but <laughs> so I remember episode. I don't know what is it. Three of this podcast. We went through all of them. Mm-hmm. We went mm-hmm. through this exact round. We went through, and we all decided which one we wanted to pass mm-hmm. and guess what the one i wanted passed <laughs> yeah well, you, you knew it i know you called yeah. it you're like it's not I, like, I'm, I know this one's gonna pass it's it's just simple enough mm-hmm. and like it's not the, licensed it's not licensed it's not yeah. the demographic is like it's there that they're trying to aim for at least I, what i think it, it's like 
good probability. We should have put money on it. That would have been great. And then it passed. We should have bet poly bags. We should have. We should have. Or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that would have been funny. But there's been a lot of flack, so I've seen with with different things, and and it's been something that's been going on for I guess two, now review two, where there's only one set chosen out of thirty three, and people think that the uh, the system's broken and all that jazz. Uh, like the, it's, it's the barrier of entry is too easy, and all this stuff, and people don't understand that they're um, like at least I try to project. I, I really really don't know. I'm just basing this off ex- one experience about running a business, and then two. Um, going off of what Kevin Hinkle said in uh, what's Bricks and Bits, mm-hmm. Ryan, Ryan M&R's podcast when he had him on like three years ago. And in that podcast, he sent something. And this was like two hours in. So I know a lot of people didn't get to this part. But he he described how every department in Lego design has a budget that they have to go off of. Of course like any other business but a lot of people don't think that like they think that lego can just make whatever they want whenever they want and it's like but they're not but no successful company runs that way like that's not yeah no people go into financial ruin like if it's just no exactly no exactly and in in that episode he also describes how different departments like themes would barter with each other yeah for pieces and parts like Mm -hmm. hey uh creator three in one you guys are gonna do anything with your budget can you just get this new mold and then we'll give you these in new colors, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And like, that's what I'm saying. I don't think a lot of people understand that for a larger company. Yeah, I doubt it's yeah. like that with like you know with you guys, you know, just because it's like much smaller and stuff. Or or would you say it is? Uh, so I guess in terms of like designing it, it there's a lot of restrictions. Um, if there's a rare part from back in the day, so there's some similar overlap. Um, I, I I don't think it's quite like that though. Yeah. yeah, it's not like because you guys are all kind of doing the same theme, you know what I mean? It's like I feel like different themes would be like, okay, well, you know, you're allotted, you know, X amount, you're allotted X amount, X amount, and it probably varies based on success of those lines. And it's just like you I, I bet you it's like up to the the senior staff of those teams to distribute and like figure out which, you know, how to make that work throughout the year, throughout the you know, and that's it. And it's not that complicated. But I I have a I have a dumb question. Are people ever happy with like the results of these lego ideas things like i feel like like many hobby communities people tend to always be hyper negative critical always more than positive it's all those are always the voices that you hear at least well i feel like they probably feel more entitled to like oh you should have picked what we wanted like if there was a fan vote or something but i don't think they do fan votes with this do they you're talking about lego the, the lego ideas I mean, I mean, it's got to be designed for a big audience, like the biggest possible audience, and that automatically is going to reduce the theoretical top end of it. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can't make everybody happy, but trying to make everybody happy actually makes it potentially a worse product. Yeah, Not always. That's true. See that? I think having having like the sets on Brickling is actually a smarter idea because you're forced to crowdfund these sets and people who really want these sets to pass are going to put their money where their mouth is and their sets are going to be made and bought. So there is no waste of sets. Whereas if you were to make a clock tower mm-hmm. kind of thing and people just go through it and just say, yes, I want this. Are they really going to buy it when it comes out? Probably, probably not. So then you invest into something which you thought people were going to like, but when they actually came, when this product actually came out, Mm-hmm. Nobody bought, and you just wasted all that, all that money and time into into a product that's going to be sitting on the shelves for like a year, and they're going to retire it. So the art, I've, the struggle of it, <laughs> the struggle the of a starving cycle. artist, right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's true. Yeah. And then that's what that's the thing that when you when you look at Lego ideas, like, is the system broke it? Uh, I think we expect too much. I think I think I. Th- I think the fan community is a little um, spoiled. I think they're a little diluted. I'm sorry, yeah. but it's, it's like also we don't we don't have the visibility. It's like you don't have you don't you don't you. It's first, it's a private company, so you can't see you know all the numbers that are happening. Two, most people that are vocalizing their opinions don't have any you know like multinational corporate marketing 
and product development experience. Like I don't feel confident speaking on any of it because it's not my expertise at all. I know nothing about this industry, to be honest, other than as a consumer. And cr- yes, my opinion does matter as I would say your opinion yeah, matters. Sir. My okay. opinion matters as like a high level consumer, but I'm not going to get my emotions involved in it. I'm not going to hyper react. I'm not going to like my lifestyle doesn't depend. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like I think there's a lot of that. But um I think a lot of because Lego is such um an emotional release and a, a, a mental break for so many people away from real life that the dependency on it is so great that it tends to like have such a reaction. And I would imagine, and this is me projecting or not projecting, but this is me making assumptions because I'm not part of it, but for Lego and the military community with it, it would be even stronger because so much of people's identity when they are part of the military is that and if you're mental, if you're if you're using Lego as a release or like as an enjoyment period, that's almost amplified even more so. So people are gonna over not necessarily overreact, but they're gonna have very intense reactions to a minifigure design or a choice of a, you know a different. I don't even. I'm not. I'm gonna use the word, the the terminology incorrectly, like a battalion or you know whatever it is to represent something. Do you know what I mean? Like I think. Um, you said I, it right. Job. Yeah, I would. I would imagine that that would in, in ignite a lot more fire and a lot more heat in like people's reactions to things and to designs. I don't know. Like you guys, yeah, um, that's definitely uh, in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm designing a figure, um, like I, I, I guess I, I never really claim to be an expert. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm learning with a lot of people, and mm-hmm. that really gets back to. I think this one of the strongest parts of Lego is is mm-hmm. uh, it lets you learn in a very tangible way. Um, I love seeing like kids they'll they'll build these beautiful dioramas mm-hmm. and they'll do like a book report just for fun to kind of like show what they were building and it's they're having fun the entire time and yeah. they're learning and I, I'm learning looking at these dioramas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when I, when I'm designing a figure, um, I, I I definitely start the whole process with doing a lot of research. Um, Mm-hmm. I got some trusted friends that that uh, know a lot more than I do, and I'll, I'll refer to them whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're you're totally right. It's like we, um, there's people that that you know their their identity really is tied in with um, mm-hmm. is with the hobby, um, and that that in its own right is 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 cool in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I've I've had like people at the the store or conventions they'll like pick up a minifigure and be like, "That's me," you know. They'll hold it up. And like that's that's like such a cool moment right there. That's insane. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah. I I can't do that. There's not a single. Have they made an architect? <laughs> I don't I think mean, so. I mean, you could make one. <laughs> no, I could make one, but like no one. one's no one's made one. Like I I would only imagine that. Yeah, like I the. Mean, have you seen some of those creator houses? They have to have some kind of decent jobs. <laughs> no, we're talking about, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Those are some high level professionals there that live there. You're talking yeah. about like an actual architect that Lego said. This yeah, is like, it, no, like, yeah. It like probably, a firefighter or a like a CMF officer. or something would probably come out with it. Yeah. Or something, yeah. you know, it would have like well, a triangle. Lego archi- okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. What does it look yeah, like? Yeah. What does an architect look well, like? It would, yeah. It would have like, you know, typical like drafting tools or something like that, which would be totally outdated. It would probably you be carry like, a triangle around with you. Is that no, what I know. No, no, no. I mean, I, I should, should carry a straight edge and a pen everywhere like I go, but I don't. Or like trace paper. There's like you know, and like wearing all black or something. Don't they like have like a businesswoman wearing all one black. of those? That's an architect thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, there's I like must be an architect. No, okay. <laughs> that's a brick mania thing, you know. Is it really? Yeah, I think a lot of people wear a lot of black. Colored right? man. Yeah, there you go. Like, I think are we all wearing all black right now too? Oh, can I wear a BKM shirt right now too? Uh, no, you're not allowed. Yeah, you can wear one. Oh, it's my closet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want to put it on once and just to try it on them and see if it fits. And I've never worn it again after that. Um, <laughs> not to take away from your sh- your 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 shirt, shy, but like, um, do you think that like being like at the end of the day, you're you're an artist, you know, that's that's pumping out, you know, product for a company, but like and do you feel like the responsibility of that or, or like of people's identity or do you see it as like a toy or do you see it as like art for like art's sake? Like, what do you, what do you see like your role as? 
Oh man, uh, and that's, there's many levels. I think there's a lot of levels to it. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the first thing that stands out to me is, is going back that like those moments where it's it's um, people make that connection with mm -hmm. the product that we're making and in it. Uh, uh, one of our employees, his dad was in Vietnam. He's a helicopter pilot and like just very stoic dude. And just like, you know, it kind of brought a tear to his eye when he saw this like creation of a set. And it's like, that's, that's, that, that makes everything else worth it. Like dealing with people hating on the internet or whatever, it makes it all worth it. Um, just that, those kind of, those kind of moments. Um, that's very, awesome. very real, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, but then again like not professing to be an expert it's like i think people are more forgiving if uh if there is a mistake um mm -hmm. i'd like to think i do my research to the best of my ability but mm -hmm. you know there's there's times where like looking back like, that wasn't the most accurate interpretation of it but right then you go back and just do it better the next time it's it's never done that's yeah. kind of the thing is it's never done um the, the the v2 is always on the horizon for me so that's awesome. Uh, that's not quite the same for architecture, I'd assume. You no, can. you can't just be yeah, like, let me fix that building. Yeah. <laughs> no, kind of, kind of. No, it totally, it it definitely does exist. Like, you know, there's, you know, you learn things and like your, your drawing sets get better and better and better. And like the way that you communicate and project manage definitely gets better. That's definitely applicable. But like the, it doesn't, the project timelines I think are so long that you don't really like grasp that. And I think what's really cool about like product design of something like a toy product is that it, the turnover is relatively quickly. In my opinion, I know a lot of people might not think so, but I think it's really fast, but I don't know. I don't, it's unreal. You know. It's unreal. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, like, can you, can you tell us about maybe like that timeline and like how much, like how much time do you have for like the, the artistic part of it, I guess, since that's really our focus okay. and shy, I'm sorry. I'm like totally dominating here. No, no, it's cool. So in terms of timeline, um, since I've been doing this for, for a couple, you know, several years, mm -hmm. um, there's a, there's a backlog of existing stuff that I can jump back to. Mm -hmm. um, and like maybe when I initially started, I, in, in terms of research, the first spot, Maybe I wouldn't know a lot about this, but now as as um, time has gone on, I learned I've learned more, so I can just jump right into the design sometimes because mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, so that saves a ton of time. Um, so you know, maybe a minifigure that would have I had had to work on it for a few days, I can get that done in a few hours. Um, this year has been crazy because we, we've just been sort of ramping up um, um, more and more kits. It, it's like a kit. We're doing like three kits a week sometimes. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's it's a it's I don't know of a schedule that's that's more intense than this, but it's like, why. well, I can't keep up. We're we're all we're all having like we're having fun, you know. It's paying the bills, and you know I think we're all learning about history. We're all getting to mm -hmm. to we're getting, we're getting yeah, it's fun. Um, so the crazy pace is, I mean, maybe it comes with the, with the territory. No one's ever really done this before, so mm -hmm. it's working. So we're gonna keep going i guess yeah like you guys are the precedent you're setting the precedent for um anything right. yeah like there's I, it, I in my at least my awareness of it is there's not really a company that's gotten to where you guys have gotten especially in this this amount of time and you know it's like this this kind of tertiary path that you guys are taking you know it's really interesting i mean dan's been doing this uh, you know what are we this is like 21 years now mm -hmm. it's been a while but then he, he didn't get into it more seriously till probably maybe like 10 years ago mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just been since then it's been like he like he focused on it solely right before he had his record label and 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 so he was kind of split 50 50 mm -hmm. now he's just like solely focused on this and right you know, working 25 hour days. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. It's like very startup energy. You know what I mean? It's not like a tech company in the sense that like, you know, it goes from zero to 60 within the matter of like a year or two years, but it's still incredibly fast and stuff. And you guys, if it, at least, you know, talking to you and Dan, it feels like you guys are, are everyone's wearing multiple hats. You know, it's, it's just a lot of that. Yeah. That I, I, I've, I've done a, a, almost, almost a, everything here, a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I'm kind of just focusing more and more in on on uh, the YouTube stuff and obviously the minifigure design. So, but yeah, I mean, I've I've counted parts. I've uh, I've you know I've printed minifigures. I've um, parted out sit, uh, sets. Mm -hmm. I've worked in customer service. It was it was crazy it, back in the day. It was called the trenches. It's actually where my desk is right now. So th this room, I don't know if you guys can like see this stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This, yeah. There's like a there's like a the ceiling's really cool. There's like Behind a, the scenes. 
kind of scene. Yeah, it's really beautiful. So this is um, they used to make uh, naval guns in here in this actual like room. This is the quenching pits. Um, I moved my desk uh, away from the quenching pits, and now everybody else is over. They built like a platform above them. So mm-hmm. maybe Dan has like a button to like press the the door where they fall <laughs> into. It. I don't know. Um, Trap. But like it, it, it's uh this used to be the spot where uh, our customer service was at, and uh, or our um we'd like um fill like orders and packages, and it got to the point where it's like we have all our brick arms on this big wall, and we're like back to back. Holidays were just like nuts. It was it was it was crazy. And, but uh, you know we we've grown. We've gotten more people on board. Uh, so yeah, that was a bit of a tangent. I don't know, but done a bit of everything. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, that, you guys are all invested, which is one thing that's good about the company. Mm-hmm. You know, like you all have this one shared mission and you guys know if something fails, it's going to be detrimental to all of you. So you guys, if everybody wants a company to succeed, it's, that's, that's, a, that's an equation for a successful company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Dan, Dan takes care of people, you know. Um, I've I really appreciated how he kind of wants us all to uh, succeed here. Um, it isn't it's never really been this corporate ladder, even though like we've been growing quite a bit, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's been, I don't know, not to like necessarily diss like traditional business structures, but it it is a, you know, he, he, Dan definitely just values people on a, a, you know, one-to-one level. So it's been cool. That's good. It's going to be interesting seeing, and I, you know, it seems like he's more than capable of doing that, but like, you know, maintaining that as the company grows, cause that's going to get, it gets harder and harder. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, um, and I know that like, that's Lego as a company, you know what I mean? They, their values are really important to them. And, you know, for, they were a family run business for a long time. And then they had to make that difficult decision, you know, to obviously switch over and, you know, they're not public, which makes you know, and that was, it seems like that was a very conscious decision. It's kind of interesting if you think the largest toy company in the world is not a public company, but you know, I don't, I don't know enough about the toy industry, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, that seems like a very conscious decision to do that, you know, and like, you kind of have to respect them for, for wanting to, to keep, keep, keep having control of the way that they're, they're operating, you know, and it's whether you agree with it or not. So I guess that's, that's one thing you could say. So, Someone mentioned that somewhere out there, I'm not going to say where, mm-hmm. but Lego might start buckling down on the minifigure. And that might be detrimental to custom minifig companies. Oh, so where are you hearing this info? Credible source. Credible source, huh? Credible source. So um, I, I personally don't think they will because if they do, that's, that's just going to be bad. It's going to be bad for Lego, but that's that's not where we're going with this question. Is that where do you think Lego recognizes the Lego brick, the minifig, as a more of a toy, or no, or, or be utilized as a medium of art history? Uh, man, uh, if you it like was, that, right? Like that was if dope. It, if it was truly, so they, I've I've actually asked this question to to people higher up. At the conventions, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Hinkle. No, it wasn't. It was who's who's the guy that was after Kevin? Whatever. I asked this guy, and um, he uh, he was saying like, I asked him like, is this is this a, is this a medium? Is this uh, like, what is it? is this is this Lego? Is this a toy or is this a medium? And, and the answer is both. Like, they have to say that, right? But one has to come first, I think. Um, and if you're not willing to sell. Your product. I mean, think about a, like, what if it was a, if this is a medium, think about like paint. Yeah. Um, if I, I can't, if I was trying to paint something and I can't get access to, to a color, to whatever, based on what I'm doing, um, that, that would that, be, that's kind of a red flag to me. I don't know. That would be mania. That would be total mania. Could you imagine not getting like a colored pencil or just like, a, like, a t- anything that would be, or like, it almost like, you know, for our, uh, chefs, like food, that would, that wouldn't function. And and I get that this is this is more complicated than than just like like paint. Like there's you know, you're dealing with like what nine thousand different parts and and like producing sets. That that's their main thing. So I, mm-hmm. I respect them on that level. I, I, I understand that it just mm-hmm. can't be this floodgate to parts, but mm-hmm. um But do you think Lego would like crack down on companies or people who use their bricks 
as a medium for things they deem as not with their values. Well, th- think about let's. I'm trying to. I've been. What's like an example of something that's not Lego, but in a similar vein? Like think about maybe custom cars. You know, would would does Ford crack down on people who are who are making really badass Mustangs? Like, well, I how about this? Okay, let's say someone makes a badass Mustang, like a custom car, gets in a car accident, kills a brain surger- surgeon who has like, you know, ten kids. Is Ford responsible for that in any way, shape, or form? No, Whoa, I don't know. So. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so, right? What's like, this compar- is this a comparison to something in Lego or what? No, no, no. It's just that? like basically like who the. I think the reason is like okay, if like someone is like taking the Lego product and doing something with it that doesn't represent Lego's values, then they don't want it as like it's almost like a not a liability but a representation of the company, right? And so, I don't know. To me, I see that as like if I had a product and I didn't want it to be used in a way that I didn't agree with, or I felt like I was at risk, like Ford with that, you know, scenario, then I, that would be part of my liability insurance or something like that. Like it would, it's almost like it needs to be part of Lego's liability insurance. Like if someone uses their product in a way that they don't like, or that's misrepresentation or something like that, that, or like cultural appropriation, or I don't know, whatever it is, then they're, they shouldn't be, they're not responsible for it. Uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of Lego artists out there, though. And, and they're just gonna say hi to them. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hello. Hi. <laughs> she was off screen. So, for those of you who are listening up on any of the podcasts, that was Ninja, Ninja's little ninja just came little in, <laughs> but not on screen. <laughs> All right, well, to fill in that void, um, what, what, what I was going to try to get at is that if Lego wanted to crack down on stuff like that, no matter if they agree with mm-hmm. the outcome of the artistry that's behind whatever's being made, especially if it's inappropriate or to, to some people, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you're restricting the very thing that they want people to do is be creative. So if you're withholding creativity based on values that you don't share... It's contradictory. Um, kind so of. They're, they're protecting a, a copyright. Like this is the, the minifigures, kind of their logo. So that's kind of. I think that's the angle that they're taking it yeah. from. Which, it, yeah. Um, but you know, there's we're we're using it. You know, I, I think you know what's the saying? It's like no publicity is bad publicity or whatever. Or what, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. See, like, we're still using it. Like you're relevant, yeah. so it's as long as you're not pretending to be Lego. Like I, th- I would, I would yeah. agree with that. Like I'm not going to try and pretend that we are Lego. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, yeah, we're going to make some stuff that maybe Lego's not going to agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and essentially, they're they're benefiting it, benefit benefiting from it twice because they've already sold the brick, and then they're selling again on Bricklink. Hey. So they're not taking. Yeah. A, oh yeah, I guess they are taking a cut. Yeah, of that. they take a cut of that. Yeah. It's not a lot, but they do take a cut of it. So, and the, the analytics. That's probably I think more valuable. Oh yeah, most definitely. So that's the, that's thing, the thing right there. Another thing that gets me about about the minifig thing you're talking about is I've heard that designers will paint bricks and like cut them and modify them mm-hmm. to to build things. Isn't that the same thing if you're printing on a minifig? Like, you're talking about like the the uh, you talking about Lego designers, or are you talking yeah, about like, like how, art? how could they? Well, how could Lego be against that if they do that themselves? But I mean, I know it's their brick, but other design. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like other design other designers paint bricks. So what's the difference of doing it to a minifigure? Oh, yeah, you know. It's yeah, got to yeah, be yeah, about yeah. that that copyright thing. Like the minifigure, it's not a it's not a design patent anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a it's a it's the brand. It's a brand. Like it's yeah. a, the logo. Okay, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like the target oh, yeah. dot. It's like you see it, you think you know. It's more like, than just a design L or a, yeah, yeah, whatever. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine like having you know copyright over like two circles. It's cra- It's kind of crazy, but yeah. But um, you know, it's true. It's like everybody. Yeah, like. I'm thinking of like a lot of my friends who come over, you know, and they see like my Lego collection or whatever. And they're, they're always like, Oh my God, is that Lego? Is that Lego? Especially like the big modulars or, you know, if they saw, I, I don't have any brick mania stuff for like, you know, if they saw any of that stuff, they'd be like, no way is that Lego. But like everyone, they see the minifigure and they immediately remember 
from like their youth or whatever, even if they did or didn't have Lego. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a home. It's a, it's, you know, it's, I get it. I kind of get it. I'm starting to like convince myself. I don't know if you can tell like live. I'm convincing myself that like, it's okay for like kind of Lego to have that ownership over it, but it is hypocritical to market yourself as a create a brand to inspire creativity, to inspire, um, you know, art to inspire all of that and then come out to the people. Yeah. Yeah, So, so then does Lego own this system? (laughs) Segway. Or does this go beyond the corporate definition of official? That system with a capital S. This is a, this is a big <laughs> deal, right? Yeah. That's a- <laughs> Who owns the interlocking brick system? So it's it's their addition of the uh, the interior tube, right? That's the unique thing that they say. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's cool. I mean, I yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I I I would. I think it would be fascinating, and I don't want this for you guys, but from an observer's perspective if lego did design decide to like you know take legal action against creators how that would play out because i think it would be really public and really create i think it would be really really interesting um yeah i don't know i'm curious I don't know if you're talking about taking actions against us. That's the, that's or, you, like, or not only you, but like any general. other modification company, anyone who's like with, making profit. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, we, like that aftermarket community is doing so much like publicity is moving so much product, honestly on Bricklink. Um, people, you know, it's like a set might do really well, but why are they breaking it down for Bricklink? Honestly, like, I wonder what percentage of sets are just purchased to simply break down and to sell. Yeah. Cause it's, I a, don't know. it's a multi-million dollar market on Bricklink. I know it's totally fascinating, but it's a multi-billion dollar on the Walmart and target shelves. Right. And so, but we as a falls and you guys as a small business, we operate in like these tinier silos and circles. So like our world seems smaller, but obviously that's like not the case. I don't know. It's really, really fascinating, but, um, I don't know. Yeah, the Lego, I, I don't know much about other like toy industry or other toy or like fan based communities. But I, I, you know, I've been I've been told that Lego is kind of unique in its own kind of uh, gatekeeping of sorts of pure purism. I, it's other purist purist kind of mentality. And yeah, it's kind of it's interesting. Do you get people? Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll like pause because I kind of want to, you know, meld on what I was just saying. Talking about like getting like, because Brickmania and other third party Lego minifigs use parts that are not Lego. And purists would be flabbergasted, like using something from like Minifig Cat or something that's 3D printed by you guys, or even putting paint on a minifigure. Like, <laughs> that's like forbidden. So, I mean, like, that's always in the back of my head. Don't get like, my, my <laughs> uh, the, I, I understand the, the purism. To some extent, um, and it, yeah, yeah, you, you keep going. What were you saying? No, that's the yeah, yeah. That's okay, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I get it. I get it to some extent. Um, I probably used to be quite a bit more like that. Um, but yeah, it's like again, it's just thinking about this. Like, who really decides what's a system brick and what's not? Because Lego did not invent the brick. It, this is a company, Kittycraft, that they bought out in the what seventies, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, like, why? Why is the brick not in metric? Like, that's it's because it wasn't. It was made in the UK originally, mm-hmm. uh, different company. But it's a it's an awesome system, obviously. So, and Lego does it better by by leagues than anybody else. Uh, so it's it's kind of the uh, hypothetical question is like, what happens when there's a another third party company that produces infinite bricks in infinite colors in however much you want, and it's indistinguishable from Lego. Uh, what do we do with that? Lego that's that brand, what was that brand again? Oh, Lego, Lego brand, Kittycraft. No, 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 no. There's an alter. There was an alternate brick. I forgot. Tip my tongue. Um, another brick company making Lego bricks in the Lepin? colors. What is it? Lepin? No, 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 no. It's <laughs> it's people would use them for like different colored elements, and they would only make that company would only make like 
bricks that were no that have have lost their patent. So like the tree, like leaf elements, they'll make like the different colors of them that Lego never produced. So that way mock makers can use them. Mm-hmm. And like the product was so, so good. That What's it like. Bricklink? Was wasn't Bricklink doing that? Wasn't it Bricklink? It was on, I think it was on Bricklink. And like, but the, the product was so good that like even Lego designers could not tell the difference between the quality of this brick and theirs. Yeah. Well, if you had your eyes closed. I mean, you can't, you can't tell. My understanding is that was one of the major driving factors of the the acquiring of, of Bricklink. But Ooh, t- tell more. Where have you heard about this? Uh, I don't did, know. Literally through like chatter like this, you know. So I don't want to speak too highly, but it, that would make sense to me. Like literally, like if I was Lego and I saw like a competitor, I would just like acquire them, but, and and that's in their in their right to do so. And it's also. I don't think that that's a monopoly. I, don't, I really don't think. And I think companies like you guys need to exist to make Lego better. I mean, that is capitalism. At, at, you know, if, if, if you do believe in that and the free market, it needs to, you guys need to exist for Lego as well. And as, and as soon as Lego produces a, a historically accurate uh, to the system, so it's mm-hmm. more than just scaling down an object. Let's say like we have uh, brick arms M16s. If yeah. Lego were to produce that very accurate in the system aesthetic, we would mm-hmm. go with them, you know, in those instances. Interesting. You guys we, would be like, okay, well, yeah. like I, yeah. I don't see Lego ever producing that kind of thing, but it's, it's like brick arms. I, I don't know if Lego even would be able to do something as kick-ass as, as brick arms like, mm-hmm. will, will is doing an amazing job at all of mm-hmm. his designs but it's like we're always going to default to lego lego you know maybe weapons was the was the wrong example but is that it, because of the you know, quality or is that because of oh, it, the, it, like the gatekeeping of lego or the purism like or what what is that you I, know that's i think we always default to um mm-hmm. to lego like whenever possible and then so the the exceptions with that for that would be it's like yes we can get 10 of these bricks at 50 dollars a piece like mm-hmm. we're not going to use that it's kind of like there is some practicality to it like we right. want we want to be able to make 100 or more sets so right. we're, we're not going to go with this exorbitantly expensive piece whenever mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. um it's uh track links was that was the is the perfect example so uh dan um I, I, as far as I know, he's the first person to use the Lego chain link as a tank tread. Maybe Lego did it at, for a tread at some point. I don't know. I, I, someone I don't think it's in the I don't know, the sets that I would think of. I don't think it's when, in that. I, I'm trying to think of if is there a Lego set that uses the chain link as a tank tread? Well, I mean robots. Well, when, like when with Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking not Minecraft. Sorry, uh, Mindstorms. This has been way before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I th- so anyway, so it's, it's something like, yes, we can use the Lego chain link, but mm-hmm. that, that source dried up, you know, when we're trying to make thousands of tanks a year. And, you know, we're, so we had to go, one, it's a chain link, so it doesn't look exactly like a tank tread. So we kind of, we produced our own piece for that one. So I think there's exceptions like that where it's, it's there's not a realistic alternative in the system. So we try to produce our own piece or go with somebody that has, something in the spirit of the system. This is all capital letter S's right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spirit of the system, right? Maybe that's mm-hmm. what we're all going for. That's, that's why, yeah, there's certain brands that I, we, we, don't, we wouldn't touch it because it, it's not like, it's, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like Lego. It's not good, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's a, it's, it's kind of a hard, it's a hard to define thing. Mm-hmm. You're an accessory to the product. Like you, you, you're an accessory to the product. Like you, you want, like you wouldn't exist if the product wasn't there. Right. It's, it's that simple. So if you're a company who's trying to take away the the primary brick, then yes, you are not Lego. If you're like that, that's it's like that. if you're a brick manufacturer. Yeah. That's the that's, that's the, the true probable competition, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, we love we, we we love Lego. Like, yeah. You know, I think it's it's a symbiotic relationship, I I'd hope. You know, I think there's an apron right there behind you. What's up? There's a Lego apron behind you, or is that a bag, a tote? No, it's my it's my plant. Yeah, that's an apron. <laughs> <laughs> it's my plant. He's a he's a he's a Lego employee. He's watching my back. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you're gonna like going back into it. You're gonna start seeing the competition get better. And I think that's healthy for Lego and three D printing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it keeps them on their toes because without competition, you don't you start to get stagnant and then you get 
complacent and then your the quality of your of your product goes down. I see a lot of people talking about Hashtag Kobe. capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kobe. I mean, Kobe. Jane made it clear that Lego had the uh, patent for the numbered bags. Yeah, that was smart. We learned that. Oh. We learned that. And that was like, oh, that's the most gangster move by Lego I've ever yeah, heard. Is taking is having the patent to number their bags, so that way every other brick built company couldn't it's use inferior. that. Inferior. Yeah. What about lettering your bags? Oh, oh I mean, that's different. That's, that, that, that could. I guess it could have gone that way. That's true. Let's see, I guess we have to look at the patent loophole. But the patent's Lego, over. So. Lego's got an interesting patent. It's they own the right to 3D print onto a Lego brick. Oh, that is smart. Whoa. Because I mean that that's that is smart right now. Like it's Lego yeah. has has a way better clutch compared to um the average 3D printed parts. Once you start mm-hmm. getting into higher tier 3D printed, like like in like commercial and in military grade 3D printers, then oh, yeah. it's getting closer closer to competing. Not quite there yet. Someday. It's expensive. Super yeah, someday, someday we'll get it. I mean, Star Trek replicator, man, it's gonna happen. I mean, it all, starts, <laughs> all that, all that military innovation, at least in our country, is where you know most of our best technology lies, and then it diffuses itself into the so you know the, the private, yeah, into mm-hmm. the private sector. And so it was, it's really interesting how that works. And so, anyway. We don't need to get into that, but your military industrial complex. <laughs> Thank you, taxes. Um, Thank you, America. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just want to. No, I mean that's there's, my, uh... it is it is. I think people are always like you know like you know why you know why is like our you know our our budget so big? It's not just like you know like guns and bombs and planes and stuff like that. It's a lot more than that, and it's a lot of technology and it's a lot of human advancement, and it's really interesting. But separate from that. How I was like trying to get back to art for art's sake, and it's just it, it is hard, it is a hard transition from that. No, I mean, it, everything is art, the military is art. Someone had to design something to be able to make something what it is. It's not like when you design a building, that's not art, of course, that's art. Like, you're designing something when you design how much art classes you take when in, when you become an architect. Um, it depends. Like my program was really heavy on it. So I just say I took a lot of art classes. To yeah, I took a lot of art classes. Yeah, there we go. That's what I was trying to get at. So like (laughs) all these people who designed jets, who designed the, the, the technology within it, like engineers, they're Mm -hmm. all artists because you have to like be able Mm -hmm. to think outside the box to make something different. Yeah. Knowledge is cumulative, man. It's, it's everything builds upon one another and you never know when you're going to get inspired by some random dumb class you took back in high school. And then it really, it just pops up years and years Mm -hmm. later. Like I learned this Mm -hmm. and yeah. So then you can't, you can't, there shouldn't be like, control over suppressing that so lego should not be doing the same thing going back and to they're it. not they're not are, are they trying to are they like are we are we are we blaming we're, them we're harping anything? on something that's 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 a possibility it's, it's got a good source it's it's your inside yeah yeah he's got a good source he's got a good source yeah it's a possibility um it's it's not like it's you, you we've seen lego go after friends of ours companies we've seen lego eat companies up it's not like it's not a new thing and it's not something that's foreign for any company out there and we're not trying to paint negative within like a negative light on lego it's just we got to accept the fact that they're they are a business and they need to make business decisions to protect themselves i i don't blame them for any of that so it's it's more so about the medium if we want to define the brick as that being suppressed of its creativity, which is the very essence of what Lego is. Yeah. That's it. So do you think it could be, I don't know. I just feel like they don't, they don't really care about the art side. I don't know though. They, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true though, because they think about all of the AFALs and like mock creators that have now become full-time employees and creators there. That is like, that is talent acquisition. That's what you know what I mean, and you don't do that yeah. unless there's an appreciate, right? You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's I feel that right. But I, and I then, mean, as far as like if I were to build something like, oh, this is my like an expression of something I'm feeling, and it's mm-hmm. my own art, I don't feel like they're gonna like, hey, you got to take that down because you built it with Lego. I don't, I don't think they're gonna do that. No, and if anything, there's aren't there artists that are like actually funded and, and like Lego ships them, like that guy that mm-hmm. does all the, the 
Okay. He's the one with the, the black, all the black sculptures, right? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about officially to be uh, like Nathan Sawaya, I think is the last one in North America that mm. uses, that is, a, that is allowed to use the Lego brand logo mm-hmm. on his artwork. What about um, Sean Kenny? Sean Kenny works, I think, for Nathan Sawaya. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's under him. So, but like individual artists, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I think a lot of them are contractors for the Lego group. Mm-hmm. I think there's another one that I just saw. Um, he used to come to my store a lot, but like he, uh, he works under contract for Lego. That makes sense. I think that needs to happen. Honestly, I think that's 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 kind of what I was getting at before. There needs to be that separation as well for like if, especially now, you know, we don't need to get into the the all of it, but there needs to be a separation for if someone, you know, really messes up, like there was a Lego set of like a concentration camp. I mean, that can't happen, you know, obviously. And so there needs to be a separation between Lego and then artists, political and socioeconomic views. You know what I mean? Right. So I get that anyway. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the, the, the primary example. It's like, if you let them do whatever, they're going to make exactly that. Kind yeah. of, that's like the lowest. And like, like, yeah, it's 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 effed up, but is it, is is that what that artist was trying to prove? That is this a medium or is not? I don't I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe that's that that was their statement. And it, this and is what the logical conclusion of letting the system like be completely unleashed, you know, to artists. Because I mean, think about paintings. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can do whatever. It, yeah, you yeah. Can, it's free speech, I guess. So that was gonna say that's kind of like is that an American concept that we're just so used to and we almost maybe take for granted? Oh no, we definitely take that for granted. Oh, I know we do, but I mean, like, yeah, it's just like any kind of like at the end of the day, like Lego's not an American company, and they are not going to operate like one, even though like we're a huge market, and so they might do things that to, to us is like totally like shocking, you know, and like especially with like you know, like, like controlling like the or internet or yeah, you know, like all these, all these things. And so, um, yeah, yeah. Some sort of balance. I think they're really, it's really, they're just, con- it's, it's controlling the, their logo and their, the icons, like the minifigure mm-hmm. that goes with it. I think that's really been their push. Mm-hmm. Um, they've tried to, you know, obviously tried to sue other companies and it hasn't gone super well for them. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think look, legal wise, I don't think it'll, go well here in the states that they would they would just have to bankroll you in lawyer fees is the only way of doing that but once you you buy the product you can do whatever you want with the product it's well that's the whole whole fair play thing right Mm -hmm. yeah anyway i don't know if if how that would go in other other countries so which can still purchase from the u.s anyways so is that it would just be a fight that they wouldn't win it's so interesting and you know there's like like I, I have a lot of friends who work for other, you know, like inter- like companies that operate internationally, and they have to be aware of every single country their their way that they operate, the way that the it's so interesting. Like that's why I will give Lego credit that they a lot of the times, except for you know every every few times, like we do take it for granted that they have their releases consistently globally. It's that's that's really hard to do. Yeah. That's well, really I think cool. It's to Chicago from here, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no joke. Well, but, but the thing, though, like one thing that's different from other industries is that Lego in itself, the fandom is very connected. They're not isolated. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? They, if you if you in China can see what the U.S. have our customers can buy, us yeah. U.S. customers can see what they're releasing in the U.K. earlier, all that kind of stuff. Like, and then we get upset. So to be able to facilitates facilitate supply around the world at once is um that's the majority a feat. of the time exactly that's a feat that i think yeah. a lot of people like like especially us americans take for granted <laughs> yeah because all what of us that, just, what's that fact that everyone's heard it's like the tire manufacturer that how lego is like the number one in the world oh, open oh, tires <laughs> yeah but that's just like that's pretty that is like mind-blowing that they are they are like they make the most tires than everybody <laughs> That's but that's like true. That, that same scale is true with all their other parts too. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Like, but the, going back to what I was saying in the very very beginning of this episode is that a lot of people just a lot of fans in general don't take in consideration of the operating costs, the things that it need, like Lego needs to be able to do something to put a set out there in front of you to make a product. Like people just don't understand how much money is spent for this one brick. 
let alone the thousands of bricks that is in this one set mm-hmm. to be placed correctly with nothing missing to function properly as advertised. I think that nothing missing was a little bit of a stretch. I mean, close, <laughs> but to be able to, to, to help you in case you are missing something for free. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you, go. you know, and then all the other like nooks and crannies within the, the company that keep it functioning. Like, yeah, you're buying a $20 Lego set, but how much money was put in that $20 Lego set before before any one customer, even large box store, was able to purchase that item? Yeah, for the them bricks aren't the expensive part for them. Mm-mm. It's not. The brick makes up like 0.000000 something percent of, of the product itself. It's it's the time and it's the yeah. it's the taxes, it's distribution, the food, insurance, distribution, yeah. it's the it's the yeah, insurance, the medical insurance, yeah. like graphics, the, like they're, yeah, they're paying the, the 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 security guard at the uh what you call the, the Lego house. They're paying him, they're paying the uh the the, the store the brick specialists at a Lego store that they're paying like designers that actually made the set. Like these like Brickmaster Amy and Jamie, they pay for them too. So the it's architects like, they hire to build out their stores. The, the contractors that exactly. they have to Yeah, there's a lot of things that they need to pay for. And then a lot of people just they they think they can make Lego out of nothing. Well do you think it's um is it because it's like a almost like borderlines like a, a customer service kind of situation? Like I know that like a lot of I mean, I, I know that that happens in like other industries. Like a lot of people think that like, you know, like architectural drawings just like pop out of nowhere. You know, they're like, oh, well, you already did that building. It's, it's a portfolio same. piece. Yeah, exactly. Or just like <laughs> cut. Yeah. Or just like, can't, can't you just like cut and paste that? Or, you know, like I've had clients ask me that before. It's like. But do you want to do the same thing over and over again? And even if they do, it's not the same. Like different sites are different. Like different, you've like hired a different contractor. Your budget's changed. Time has happened. Inflation's happened. Like, uh, you know, like all these things that like are are moving along, you know, and like people aren't aware of. And and I know I've even been like not a victim or to this ignorance, I guess you could say that that's like one way of putting it, but like, you know, when you're at a restaurant and you're like pissed off that like the food is running late or when you're, you know, like, I think like the airline industry is like absolutely the the, the pits and like, it doesn't make any sense to me and how awful it is. I mean, it does make sense. It's all about fuel, but whatever, all of that, like, I feel like I, I get so angry about certain things. And they're usually things that I don't know too much about. And um, I don't know. Anyway, it, yeah, it I mean, feels really good to have an opinion. I think that's that's at the heart of internet criticism, isn't it? Lando, do you cry when someone makes fun of your minifigs? I cry every. No, I, <laughs> I ever, no, I haven't cried from that. Or when I say, "What the hell is this?" It <laughs> is. I've definitely, la- I've definitely laughed at, at, at a lot of comments. I, I don't know. You brush it off. You have to. I don't know if you guys. I mean, how how active you are about monitoring your uh your uh. We have a thing on YouTube where it goes held for review. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of words in our uh, past that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of words we got to filter out. Yeah. But, but but like like us as we're we're content creators and you are too. Um, we're subject to criticism and easy criticism. Right, really so. Yeah, you guys. No, I'm just oh, I'm just saying. They no, can, it should be. It should be. You can't get better unless you're criticized. Exactly. So they'll they'll call you out for being like, hey, you move your camera too much. I got queasy. I can't watch anymore. Click. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should slow down. Like, like if you really, really take that to heart. But then there are some just mean things that are said. You just have to take it. Um, and, and that's the vulnerability of, of, one, being a content creator. But, two, uh, being an artist. Being an artist. You're going to be criticized pretty hard and harshly it's sometimes inappropriately and you just have to either take it for what it is or just move on and for someone like you lando that's you're you're in a position where you're like the minifigure guy of bkm in a niche community where bkm is a huge huge influencer so like the the scopes i'm not putting pressure on you and dan likes uh dan likes stoking fires so yeah, he does. Dan does do that. <laughs> I just—it's all—it's funny. <laughs> you have to laugh, you really do. and I'm just like, how am I in the middle of this? <laughs> I, <laughs> they could just like be ignoring us, you know. Like, like 
really like even if they're even if they're talking crap about you it's still like they're taking up their day to do that mm-hmm. so it's <laughs> okay trying to get a rise out of you like, yeah it's kind of like no kindness. yeah like a, a dislike is and a negative comment is still a comment and it's still activity on a video so there's somewhere deep down inside of that person that still cares about you enough to even talk to you I, well, maybe whatever yeah there's definitely that there's a, <laughs> but that's okay too there's that's okay that. that's the beauty of the freedom of speech i guess right was like we said before you can't please everybody no, no. you can you can yeah. but there are some mean things said man i'm just saying <laughs> that i can't like let go sometimes i just but, gotta feel sorry for, when they really go like the comments that are truly mean like mm-hmm. you you it's almost like what are they like how bad do they have to feel about themselves honestly to 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 leave a comment like that it's like i like i really kind of do feel sorry for you know not to like laugh about it but like i really do feel sorry for some of these people that are so in their head that they think that this is just a normal interaction to have with people i think it's it's not it's yeah it's almost like a delusion of reality i think a little bit um, because I think a lot of what's happened with the internet is like the, the world has gotten bigger and smaller for some people in different ways. Right. And so I think it gives people voices that normally wouldn't have them, which is a good thing, yeah. but also, um, you get a diluted sense of, of maybe purpose. I'm not sure. I'm not it's sure if I'm saying, sword, you know, yeah. And, you know, you have access to people in a way that you maybe never would have had before, which is, which is good. It's good in general, but um, I think it also fosters a sense of um, ownership over people, Um, which that's a whole different topic that we can talk about is like when you're a content creator or when you're an artist or when you are even an architect, you know, clients especially if there's like a monetary exchange and even though on youtube there isn't but there's a time an exchange of time or money yeah exactly and like you you know if they're buying your minifigures or whatever um people feel ownership over over it in a way that i think is not right i think it is um I think that's a whole different topic though. But do you know what I mean? I think that's what people gives people maybe a little bit of the confidence to say some of the things that they say. So, yeah. I mean, are we all like the harshest critics of Lego? Yeah, probably. It will be yeah, because you know, we feel like cuz we spent so much money on it, we're like, "Oh, blah 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 blah." But I'm thinking of like more of like I don't know. I'm thinking more of like content creators and like I remember Ryan getting a co- co- comment once being or basically someone being like you know i watch i watch your videos or like i paid like thinking that someone paid for him to behave a certain way and yeah. like people feel that way about athletes like think about that you know it's like they feel like or celebrities in general any anyone yeah. that's in front of someone yeah they're like dehumanized in a way as like property yeah, you're not allowed to have any feelings yeah or, like opinions you, or you, you work you work for me anyway server rounding it back oh, well. <laughs> well, anyway, so um, wow. Well, I, I will say this is the first time ever we've touched every single topic that has been on our list. <laughs> That's because someone came prepared, and literally our guest came prepared. This is guest. an episode of called Lando's Rants, and yeah. um, I, I I'm do you write? Is that do you have cheat sheet over there? What's what is that? Is that <laughs> oh, this is a uh, mm. something for work that I'm like looking. I'm like, oh, I just should not be cover. on the camera. <laughs> That's my passwords. Your passwords over there. I like how like it's not supposed to be on camera, so he like says it, so someone's gonna like snapshot it. It just says it just says last upload and a serial number, so you have no idea what that means. Okay, 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 good. Okay, good. It's okay. Uh, Yeah, and I'm just saying whatever. So I'm just leave it at that. Does anyone else have anything they want to share before we wrap it up? Because I think this was a pretty good one. We pretty much criticized Lego and defend Lego at the same time. As always, as always, because we care, we care. Balance, we generally do. Balance. Mm-hmm. There's a balance, and yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty much it. Lando, you have anything you want to like spice up 
promote spice up promote oh man um it's all just gonna be uh, we're working on uh 1941 right now so it's uh operation barbarossa that's what this has been my whole entire uh can you tell us what operation barbarossa is for those of you who are not operation barbarossa dude like like honestly i had to even like brush up my history no it's uh it's a eastern front earlier war for the for uh um you know, Germany going into Russia, uh, high hopes on the German side didn't pan out very well when that, uh, the weather kind of turned for the worst. So that's where that's at. That, that's pretty much where it is. All right. If you guys like history, a B cam's a place. I'm just saying I've learned, uh, seriously, I've learned like every just magnitudes more than, I mean, I think I was paying attention in, in like junior high and high school, but like, World history. <laughs> I think no, I now you're putting it into you know, practice, it's like, right? Like, yeah. like igneous rock cycle. That's I don't know. That's what like stands out from high school. But now it's like just like random facts from high. I, I don't know. But now it's like actual historical stuff that, like, so yeah, we have a military focus, but you know, it's an it's a world encompassing events, and no no matter no matter where you are, it's like it's affecting you. Uh, and there's so much that goes into it. It's, it's not, it isn't the people necessarily, I mean, it's, it's obviously the people on the front lines, but you know, there, there's the entire infrastructure behind it. There's the entire politics behind it. There's just, it's, it's, there is something present in the history that affects all of us that we are all actually interested in and, and affected by, you know, ultimately um, in this. So it, it's, 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 it kind of blows my mind continually how much just, I don't know. And a lot. I invite you to join us. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sales pitch there? I don't know. No, I feel like you guys should start like a history podcast or something like that. Oh, you don't watch my history podcast? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is there one coming down the line or something? We should. Uh, I got this fancy mic for nothing. Otherwise, yeah. all right. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a, bring the podcast back. I don't know. We'll see. I say do it because you know how many people, there's not that many. Well, actually, they're, they're starting a lot of them starting to pop up, but like yeah, continuously do it. I definitely recommend anyone out there to start a podcast. Yeah, just just get us on here more often, and you guys can deal with editing the comments and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Only if we promote it too, though. Promo- oh, I see how it is. So, yeah, yeah. Is this extortion here? I don't symbiotic. Know. It's symbiotic. It's, it, 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 it's an exchange of time and effort. Time and effort and heart nice. and heart. There yeah, we it's, go. It's an appreciation of labor, appreciation of art, appreciation yeah, of, of art. talent. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Appreciate if, uh, art with a capital A. Yeah. Lego system with a capital S. We got it. We got Community. It. We just need one more S. With a capital C. Yeah. Is that what do we spell? Do we spell something? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, or, uh, type it in the comments if we <laughs> What did we just spell? A S C. A S S. No. A full. Spelled out ass. Nice. Nice. All right. We'll just end it here. If you guys made it with us all the way here, thank you, Lando, for joining us in this episode today. And like I said, all of you, hey, what's up, Dan? (laughs) If you uh, made it all the way here, thank you. We love you. Roll that music. Bye. We actually touched everything you wanted to talk about. Did we? I don't know. You you were totally keeping up. I was all over the place. Sorry. No. You you kept like, if you disappeared, Um, all three of us would be looking at each other for like a second. Oh my god. So, uh...